It is so good to be with you again. And on this celebration of Easter, it's a unique moment for us to be together. I'm grateful to step into your life, into your world right now, no matter how you're tuning in, where you're at, this is an important moment. This day is an important day because this celebration of Easter is unlike any that perhaps we've ever experienced in our lifetime. If you take a walk back in time for just a moment, it seems like just a month ago, things began to change for all of us. Uh, The circumstances of our world, they began to shift. Isolation became the norm. A lot of emotional challenges, a lot of trying to find courage and answers in the midst of the unknown. Uh, If you back it up just a little bit further, we were really doing normal life around Valentine's Day. You were probably celebrating and spending time with the person that you really love. Back it up a little bit further than that, it was just New Year's Eve. And on New Year's Eve, you were celebrating, remembering being around people that mattered to you, thinking of all the promises of the upcoming year, 2020, and here we are. Wow, what a difference time can make. But I want to back you up a little bit further today, because we have an answer, even in the midst of this moment, this Easter, an answer that comes from the very first Easter. Today, we are celebrating Easter, we are remembering Easter, perhaps just like or as close to as possible as we could get, just like those first believers on the very first Sunday that we call Easter, that we celebrate Easter on, and quite frankly, the reason that we cherish this Sunday as followers of Jesus It all goes back to the first one, and today I want to walk back a little bit further in life to the story of that first experience of Jesus resurrecting from the dead. And from that, we're going to grab hold of one word today, one word that's going to guide you and I from this day forward. See, here's what we're living in. We're living in a time where we're questioning, where we don't know, there's a lot of uncertainty, And I know that a lot of us are saying, I can't wait for it to get back to normal. I can't wait for things to return to normal. What are you and I going to do to return things to normal? Well, let me, let me give you the word because the word that I'm about to share with you that comes out of this moment from that very first Sunday, that Resurrection Sunday, this word is going to shape how you look forward and not look backward, how you don't necessarily want to return to normal, something that is old, something perhaps that is dead or served its course, but to look ahead ahead because of this word. Are you ready for it? The word is hope. And the Bible tells us that hope will not disappoint. What are you hoping in today? Are you really hoping that life will return to normal? Are you hoping to fix what is broken in the past? Or are you looking forward with hope? Are you looking forward for something new, something that is not dead, but something that is alive, that is vibrant, that is passionate, and that gives you the opportunity in your faith 
to trust God with what's ahead in life. That's what this Sunday is all about, this resurrection moment. And I want to show you why from the Gospel of Luke chapter 24. Listen to this as we read the events of that very first day of the week, the Sunday of their calendar. And I want you to see what happened and where hope is born. The Bible says this, on the first day of the week, that was their Sunday, at the early dawn, they came to the tomb bringing spices which they had prepared. And they found the stone rolled away from the tomb. And when they entered, they did not find the body of the Lord Jesus. While they were perplexed about this, behold, two men suddenly stood near them in dazzling clothing. And as the women were terrified and bowed their faces to the ground, the men said to them, Why, why do you look for the living one among the dead? Let me say that again. Why do you seek the living among the dead? What a great passage. Why would we seek the one who is alive and who could give life amongst those who cannot, who are corpses, who are no longer with us, who are dead? And the story continues to come alive for you and I as we read, as they say, He is not here. Jesus is not in this grave. But He has risen. And remember how He spoke to you while He was in Galilee, saying that the Son of Man must be delivered into the hands of sinful men and be crucified. And on the third day, rise again. And then they remembered his words. They remembered what Jesus had said. And they returned from the tomb and they reported all these things to the eleven and to all the rest. Now, they were Mary Magdalene and Joanna and Mary the mother of James And also the other women with them were telling these things to the apostles, all of the apostles, the followers, the word began to spread. And these words appeared to the apostles, to those there, they appeared to them as nonsense. And they would not believe the story of these women. But Peter, yes, Simon Peter, that one, he got up. And he ran to the tomb and stooping down and looking in, he saw the linen wrappings only. And he went away to his home marveling at what had happened. And behold, two of them, two more, they were going that very day to a village named Emmaus, which was about seven miles from Jerusalem. And they were talking with each other about all these things which had taken place. Look at this. While they were talking and discussing, while they were trying to figure it out, while they were trying to find the answers for life, while they were trying to make sense of their world, Jesus himself approached and he began 
traveling with them. What a great picture of that first Sunday. We capture Easter in our generation to remember the moments of their generation. And today, you and I live in a context, in a situation very similar to theirs. And the message of the resurrection gives you and I hope today. You see, much like these early followers of Jesus, there was a lot of questioning. There was a lot of isolation. There was fear from what might happen to them if they went out of doors, if they associated too closely with people who believed like them. There was a lot of control in the world during that day. And that control was something that would keep people isolated, separated, especially people who had followed Jesus. And this moment is a very real moment for you and I. You see, these early followers of Jesus, if we put ourselves in their shoes, or if we apply our circumstances today to theirs, what we see is they were dealing with the reality of something that they knew, something that was, which was no longer. That's how they were operating in their mindset. They were hidden. They were anxious. They were fearful. There was a lot of uncertainty. They did not know. They had followed Jesus, the man. They had listened to Jesus, the man, but they had not heard what he had truly said, nor had they truly applied personal faith to understand that what he said he would do would bring hope to them and hope would bring life to them. In this moment of their questioning and their searching and their isolation, hope gave birth to life because Jesus resurrected and he showed them and he shows you and I today the power of hope. So as we look at this passage, I want you to see what hope will do for you. This Easter, this moment, it can give you hope if you plug into the power of what the resurrected Jesus can do in your life, in your circumstance, and yes, even on this day, in your heart to change things moving forward for you. As I look at hope, in the midst of change, in the midst of challenge, and for them, in the midst of death, hope did something. And what hope did for them through the resurrection of Jesus, hope can do for me, hope can do for you, and hope on this day can do something great for us. Here's the first thing when I look at the passage and I understand the power of hope. Hope will bring the dawn of a brand new day. Hope always brings the dawn of a brand new day. There is a brand new day coming in your life, but you have to hold on to hope. You can't let go of hope. These early followers, specifically these women, these women who believed in Jesus, followed Jesus, but didn't know how to process their current situation. Perhaps they got lost in themselves. They turned inward. They thought what they knew to be true was over. 
And so they go to a grave. They go to anoint a body, perhaps to finally deal with some sense of closure for someone and something they cherished with all their heart. That's how they were approaching the situation. But they came in a very specific moment. And I do not want you to miss the power of your very specific moment. They came at the dawn of a brand new day. It is very significant that three days from the crucifixion of Jesus, there is a resurrection at the beginning of that day. On that Sunday morning, the light of the sun began to pierce all of the darkness just like it does every single day in your life and mine. There's always a brand new day. During, during this week and this season of life, as we have slowed down, perhaps like myself, you've noticed and cherished things that are very important to you. I've noticed this week the power of the moon in the night sky. There have been some nights where it's been cloudy, but you can see, you know that the moon is there. Sometimes it's piercing through the clouds. Sometimes it's covered, but you know it's there. And then some evenings this week, on the full moon of this past week, there was the beauty of the moon in all of its glory. It's still there every night. It brings light into the darkness. But at the end of every night whether you see a little light in it or not, at the end of every night, there is a brand new day. Every morning, it begins to creep in a little more each second, a little more each moment. And before you know it, the dawn of the sun, the piercing of the light of the rays of the sun, they begin to separate darkness from light. That's what happened on this Resurrection Sunday. The brand new day of life. The brand new day to set darkness aside. The brand new day to not return to what was normal, but to return to something new. To seize a brand new opportunity because the life of Christ had overcome death. Listen. You may be sitting in isolation. You may be trying to figure out what to do. You may have questions. But the dawn of a brand new day occurs when you hope in Jesus. Jesus and his resurrection gives hope. It brings an end to darkness. It gives the light of life to all those who believe. And just as he overcame death and brought hope to this world, so can you. So can the power of resurrection bring forth a brand new day in our lives, even in the midst of times of uncertainty, isolation, questioning, and the unknown. There is hope that a brand new day is coming. And that's what that first day meant. That's verse 1. But verse 2 shows us something else very important about the power of hope. And what the resurrection of Jesus means for those who hope in him. And that's this. Hope. Hope makes the stones in our lives roll away. Hope rolls the stones of life away. Listen. 
We all at times face obstacles. We all at times carry burdens. We all at times are pushing against boulders, seeing life's challenges as mountains that are immovable. But the resurrection of Jesus and the power of hope shows us that no matter what the boulder is over your life, the burden that you feel like you bear, the mountain that you believe cannot move, the power of hope will not disappoint because the resurrection teaches us that hope in Jesus rolls the stones of life away. It opens up opportunities for us to truly live. It separates life from death. And it gives us a new reason to think forward, to live forward, to move forward with what we know to be true because of our hope in Christ. You see, in their generation, when they sealed a tomb, they put big boulders, big rocks against it. And the tomb of Jesus is no different. The tomb of Jesus, when they laid his body in the tomb, they put this big rock to seal it, this big boulder, so large that it was guarded by soldiers, so important that they keep this Jesus in the grave that they sealed it with a signet ring from the leaders of that generation. They wanted to make sure there was no way in and there was no way out. And quite frankly, that's how many of us live. When we look at the rocks, the boulders, the mountains in our circumstances, in our lives, we think there's no way. There's no way in. There's no way out. Listen. Hope. Hope in the power of Christ. Faith in the resurrection of Jesus will roll the boulders, the mountains, the burdens off of your shoulder out of your life and allow you to see the light of day and the life of Christ and what he can do in the midst of moments that even seem like death. In the midst of moments where you're hoping for something but you don't know, God has a way of making it happen. And that's what happens. He can roll those burdens away. He can move the stone from the graves of our lives. And in this moment, as the women came to the tomb, they saw the stone was rolled away. What's the stone in your life that you need rolled away? What's the burden that you bear? What is the mountain of the situation that you're living through that you genuinely do not know what to do with it or how to move it? Hope in Jesus, the resurrection power of the living Son of God. It can change our circumstances. It can move us forward. And it can bring us to a better outcome for our lives if we will just trust Him, even in the midst of the unknown, even in the midst of uncertainty, even in the midst of isolation. God has a way of bringing hope to life and removing the stones, the boulders, the burdens, the mountains for those who will simply trust him, who will use their faith to believe in what they know to be true that he's promised 
and that he will do for his children who cherish him and love him. And that's the second thing that hope brings us. The resurrection shows us this, but there's a third thing. When I look at this passage, it's obvious. Jesus is not there. His body is not in the grave. Angels surround the moment and they tell the women, he's not here. But it's very important to understand why. And this is what hope does. Are you ready for this? Hope replaces death with life. Hope replaces death with life. The angels, these two individuals in their bright and dazzling clothing, this, these two people there, they ask a very important question. Ladies, people, followers, why are you looking for the living among the dead? Why do you want to focus on what has been lost instead of what you could gain? Why do you want to return to normal when a brand new life awaits you? Why are you seeking the one who is alive who can give this to you? Why are you seeking him amongst all the corpses, amongst the grave? Listen, hope will turn death into life. The power of Jesus' resurrection and the example that he gives to all those who would trust in him, the power of what he did shows us that those moments in life where we feel like death, where we do not know the way, where we may not have an answer, those moments are the perfect opportunity to grab hold of life. Can I tell you something today? If you're living in a grave, come out of your grave. If you're living in darkness, step into the light. If you're feeling overwhelmed with burdens and boulders and stones and mountains, don't turn inward. Don't isolate. Step out in faith and live what you know to be true. Live what God has said to your heart. The resurrection proves that Jesus turns death into life. Jesus is the one through the power of the resurrection who proves that he can turn what has gone badly in your life, what has turned sour, what has gone negative. He can bring it to life if you will trust in his almighty divine supernatural power to resurrect something new. To resurrect, that means to take something that was dead and bring it back to life. Many times, we spend most of our lives, moments, months, years, trying to resurrect something that is dead. And perhaps it's been dead for a long time. And if we're not careful, even in a season like this, we will want to return to normal. We'll want things to just calm down and get back to the way that they were. Listen, don't miss the promise of hope. Hope will not disappoint. Don't miss the power of what hope brings when you see the example of what Jesus did. By the way, he didn't just do it for himself, come back from the grave. That's really amazing unto itself. But he did it for you and me. He did it for us. 
He did it so that he could show us how to live, how to step out of those moments where we feel like we're in a tomb, where we're trapped, where we're in a grave, and step forward in faith to what God has for us because Jesus proved it. He can do it, and he will for those who trust him. This day reminds us the resurrection gives us hope, and hope turns death into life. So are you living? Are you prepared to live? Are you prepared to truly live when things do perhaps get back to normal? Are you prepared to take another step forward in your life to become the person that God created you to be, trusting in Him, trusting Him with perhaps your past or with what you're working through in the present and definitely trusting Him with the future? He's got this. If Jesus can come back from the dead then he can handle anything that you're dealing with, that you're thinking through, that you're processing, and that we in our generation are working through. That is the power of hope, and the resurrection of Jesus is what brings that hope to life. And when we hope that way, one final thing stands out from this passage. When we have that kind of hope that realizes A new day is going to dawn. It will always happen for those who hope. When we have the kind of hope that recognizes that the stones, the boulders, the burdens, the mountains in our life can be moved when we trust in Jesus. When we have the kind of hope that turns death, situations of doubt, darkness, discouragement into life, we have that kind of hope, then that hope will do something. That kind of hope in our lives, that hope helps others see the light. And the day that we live in, in our generation, and what happened on that first Resurrection Sunday helps us understand the power of hope when someone sees life in you. A life that's not just of this world, but a life of faith that is vibrant and different. When someone sees the light of life inside of you. When someone sees you overcome the challenges, perhaps that once gripped you in fear and that caused you to turn inward or maybe brought isolation, when someone sees you overcome those moments and they see those burdens and boulders and mountains move from your life, they begin to be impacted by you. Hope shines the light of life to others Hope helps others see the light. In that moment, there were two angels, and they reminded the women, hey, he's not here. He said he wouldn't be here. Do you remember this? And they went, oh, forgot about that important detail. Oh, forgot about that promise. Oh, I just wasn't paying attention to how serious Jesus was when he committed his love and his life to us. Those ladies, they go and tell the disciples. And a lot of them go, it's just nonsense. It doesn't work. It doesn't add up. That's just not how life is supposed to work. And so we're just going to keep trudging through. We're going to figure out how to get back to normal. We're just going to tolerate what we did before. And we're going to live an it is what it is existence. Have you ever lived an it, it is what it is existence, a normal existence? That's what a lot of people will do. 
But Simon Peter gives us another picture of hope. He gets up when he hears the news. He sprints to the tomb. He stoops down in a sign of humility to Christ. He looks in and there's nothing there but the linen wrappings. There is no body. There's no corpse. The grave is empty. Jesus is not there. He is alive. And you know, over the generations, a lot of people over time have always questioned this. There's always been a theory to try to undo the resurrection of Jesus. Why? Because it's not normal. It's not natural. It's not something that we understand in our world. But Jesus wasn't of our world. The reality is, in this season of life, Jesus was alive and people began to see him. The angels told about it. The disciples heard. Simon saw that he wasn't there. And then Jesus shows up and walks with a couple of people who are on a journey to somewhere else in their life. And Jesus shows up and he begins to travel with them. When Jesus walks with you through the seasons of life, when you know that he's traveling with you in this moment and in all the moments ahead, your hope is going to begin to spread. It's going to begin to impact others. And when they're dealing with challenges, when they're questioning things, your constant reminder of the promises of God because of the power of God, the Son of God, the resurrection of Jesus, your hope is going to bring life to them. It's going to help them through their journey. And guess what? When Jesus is walking with us in that kind of way, and we're hoping in him because of his resurrection, because he's got this, he's in charge, he can work it out for you, for me, for all those around us. When we trust him that way, we're going to hope. And hope will not disappoint. That's the power of the resurrection on that first Sunday, and it's the power of hope for you today. So here's the thing. What do you do with that? What do you do with hope? Well, for some of you, this may be actually that moment where you kind of tuned in to say, well, it's Easter and I should listen to church since I can't go to church right now. Right. But it's more than that because you need hope just like I need hope. We need a risen Savior, not a dead Savior. We need someone who can bring life to our circumstances, who can bring a new light into the darkness, who can help us move these stones and boulders from ourselves, and who can bring hope to those around us. His name is Jesus. And if you've yet to trust in him as your savior personally, not by religion, not just because you're doing your duty, but genuinely encountering Jesus the way that these people did in a faith relationship that will change your heart and your direction in life, when you begin to do that, not only will you be saved, for eternity, you'll be saved right now. You'll be saved to live hope right now. And that's going to begin to give you the kind of future that will overcome anything in your life. But secondly, for many of you, you tune in today and we join together because you have trusted in Jesus. You do follow Jesus. So let me remind you of this. The resurrection brings hope to life. Do not let go of your hope in Christ, no matter what. 
Because hope will overcome anything that's thrown at you. Hope in the Lord Jesus and hope for his will to work out and his way to come forth like the light of day shining into your life. If you'll hold on to hope and you'll hold on to Jesus, you will see him come through for you. That is the power of hope. Jesus is our one great hope. And Jesus, just like his resurrection, Jesus brings hope to life. So I want to pray with you today that God would not only fill your lives with hope, but that he will grow your faith to trust him. That you wouldn't look to run back to a grave. That you wouldn't look to return to normal. But you would trust And the promise that you know is true in your heart. The promise that Jesus is the Son of God, that He is alive, that He can bring things to pass in a good way and hold on to that. Come out of the grave and step into life. Step into the light of day and watch Christ overcome the burdens, the boulders, the isolation, the moments so that you will be a light of hope to others. Let me pray with you on this special morning as we remember the resurrection power of Jesus and the power of that one word, hope. God, I thank you for all your sons and daughters today. I thank you for all your children. And I thank you for this moment that we have gathered where we can understand hope and that the resurrection of Jesus brings hope to life. So Jesus, our hope is in you. And through that hope, would you continue to bring life into our world, life into these circumstances? Would you shine your light in our lives so that others may see it and others may run to it? It may encourage them and build them up. And we thank you that it is this day, this Resurrection Sunday, that reminds us no matter what we're going through, the power of Jesus to overcome death is the same power in each of us to move us forward in life. So I pray for those today who for the first time want to trust you with their life, with their heart, and by faith ask you to save them, not only spiritually for eternity, but today for their lives and their actions moving forward. God, I pray for those who already trust you as their Savior and their Lord, and they believe in you, but they need to remember the power of hope that you bring. So build them up through this Easter moment, through this resurrection moment, and build up hope so that they're ready to seize the life that is ahead of them. God, I pray through the power of the resurrection and the message of Jesus that you will change things for all of us, And move us forward by faith, because that's who you are. And we love you for it. And we love you, Jesus, not only for giving your life, but for coming back to life. We hope in you. And it's in your great name we pray. Amen. Isn't that a great word? Hope! So today, as you continue throughout these moments, as you step forward into the weeks ahead, hope and hope in Jesus. Hope will not disappoint. He is a living Savior. He's alive inside of all of those who trust in Him. And He's going to turn the darkness into light. He's going to move the stones away. He's going to be the kind of Savior that turns death into life. So trust Him. 
follow him and hold on to hope.